What's going on, everyone? It looks like we are live. Hopefully, everything is sounding okay. We are on YouTube and we are on Facebook. If you are watching on Facebook, come over to YouTube because that is where we will be answering the questions. As you can see, today I have a guest. My lovely wife, Jamie, is here with us. The way this usually goes is that we will take your questions. I will hopefully speak slowly and clearly enough. If you are learning English, you will be able to understand most of what I say. Jamie gets very excited and she talks very quickly. So it is great for you to practice your English listening skills because Jamie speaks more like a native speaker. I probably will get excited too and speak more quickly, but I do not want to do all of the talking. Jamie, would you like to say a little bit about yourself? Yes, hi, like Brent said, I am Jamie, his wife. Um, I am also a teacher here in America. I teach physical education and health. There you go. And so we will take your questions right from the chat here on YouTube. I don't think we will have that many people. We may miss your question. If we do, simply leave it again. If you keep asking the same question and I never pull it up on the screen, that probably means I don't know the answer. So let's see who is here today. Renata, welcome. Brazil is in the house. Etienne Beaumont, hope you are doing well. Harry, he is here from Indonesia. So I'm just going through the chat. I hope I can say your name correctly and ask your question right in the chat. Would you like to uh, take a guess on how to pronounce that name? I'm sorry. Yash. Yes, Yashita. That sounds good to me. I hope that sounds good to you. Yeah. Yashita. Yes. Mm. What she said. Tanya is here. How are you? Hi, Tanya. Welcome. Yulia, good to see you here. While we are waiting, know that. How are you? Know that. While we are waiting for questions, Freddie Wolf is here from France. Maybe we can talk a little bit about our vacation week. So we have been on vacation this whole week. I would like to think that we have been productive. That's another way to say that you have been busy and getting things done. But do you think we've been productive on this vacation? We'll be productive today. We will. Would you like to explain a little bit about what we're doing today? Um, yeah. So on Monday, Britt and I are getting some new furniture at our house that is desperately needed for the both of us. So we're having to move a couple of rooms around. So that's always fun. So that is what we're doing today. Productive on the other days. Yeah. It's always nice. You should relax on vacation. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing too much. We got a pizza. We did get a time. pizza. We got a couple of pizzas. We did. Yeah. We got some good food when we went to Portland. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. So we did get some really good food. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, it's interesting. We're using Jamie's computer today and we are getting her text messages right now on the screen. So I'm a little distracted, but it seems like our daughter is texting Jamie right now. <laughs> Hey, this is live. This is live. And she is in Boston. So hopefully everything is okay. It's good. I saw what she wrote. Uh, Tanya left a question, which is great. If you want to leave question all in caps, we might say, mm -hmm. that will help us realize that it's a question and you're not just talking to someone in the chat. All right, Tanya from Germany. Tanya will be making an appearance in this week's English lesson. Actually, so Etienne Beaumont, Mode will be. So, yeah, I it's a, an English lesson about M foods. I think Tanya said she liked 
mac and cheese. Spoiler mm -hmm. alert. It's a good one, right? Good choice. Good choice. <laughs> okay. So Tanya is wondering, did you always, did you both always want to be teachers when you were young or did you actually have other plans at some point? Okay. Good, easy, personal question that we can answer. Jamie, would you like to go first? Sure. I have always wanted to be a teacher. I played school nonstop when I was little in the playroom that my parents had set up for us. Um, I'm not sure about being a PE teacher. I originally was in elementary education, um, but teaching little kids was not fun to me. Um, there are a lot of things that happened in the classroom that I just didn't enjoy. So I've always loved sports. So PE was the next best thing. I'm not sure now if I still, I enjoy being a teacher, but I also think I would sometimes like to dabble in some other things before I retire. Yeah, I've been very lucky with my teaching this year, but if you talk to a lot of at least American teachers, I know that most of their day is no longer spent teaching. It is what we call managing behaviors because kids uh, don't want to act right in the classroom. But luckily my students this year are great. I've been lucky. I haven't had to worry too much about that, but I have I great students. I just feel like I'm getting old. I think younger teachers have more difficulty. So if you are watching this and you are young and you're in the United States, I would say be careful if you want to become a teacher in 2024. But yeah, when I was young, I think I did want to be a teacher. But when Jamie and I first met, I was going to school for business. But then when we met, and I knew that she was going for teaching, I thought, oh, that might not be a bad idea. We can spend the summers together. Another question here. Okay. Oksana, hope you're doing well. Hi. Do a gold necklace and a golden necklace mean the same thing? Yeah. Interesting. I would say a gold necklace. Yeah. A gold. Yeah. I think we would say a gold necklace. Golden sounds more like a fairy tale, maybe, mm -hmm. or something. But yeah, golden is the adjective. Gold is usually the noun. But here, a gold necklace sounds more natural. Yeah, but they both mean the same thing. All right. Oh, hey. This guy. Oh, man, what is his name? Um, He's with Harold Balder, and he... uh is from Nepal and he does great work in Nepal. Oh man, <laughs> why can't I think? I'm totally not thinking about um, the videos, but oh man, legend right here does great work in Nepal. Thanks for joining. Namaste, namaste. Hope to visit Nepal one day, by the mm. way. Yeah. All right. Ben Watson, was it a $10 Sam's pizza? That is my brother. And I think he texted me or or he called did. me one day. Yeah. And said, hey, Sam's, that's the local pizza shop here with usually very expensive prices, actually has a good deal this week. And uh, hopefully it's longer than this week. Right. And I think because our daughter was here, I think we all had a bit of a meal from that $10 pizza, didn't I think we? more than one. Yeah. Like some, I think you and Ansley had it for breakfast. Yeah. And... Yep, for sure. That might be the first time our child has actually been named on the oh. channel. Uh, Ario, how's it going? Good to see you. Hope you are doing well. Oh. Amina. Hi, Amina. Welcome. All right, this looks long. This looks like it might be a question from Renata. I have just one question today. So it is a question. How do you guys pronounce? I don't pronounce this word. Do you? Crystalline? I've never heard of that. I don't know what that is. And then we say saline for that. And basically saline is salty, salty water. water. Yeah. yeah. Salty water. A lot of times if you are in the hospital and you are losing fluids, they might give you an IV, which is like a needle that will pump you with saline solution. But that first, I that might be British. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. 
All right. Got a new member. Kitch, Thank welcome. You. I have a little something for you. For every new member I play this, it might be a little loud, so watch your ears, but welcome. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the Discord, the members chat, and the bonus videos. Kitch, thank you so much. If you became a gold member, couple times a month, we have members chats where you can come on camera. If you are a silver member, we have the Discord. And if you are a bronze member, well, you get a bonus English video each week. So a little something for everyone. Thank you, Kitch. Just going through the chat here, looking for some questions. Abdi has a question. Ah, good question, actually. Hmm. These are easy. These personal questions, like we can answer those all day. It's the English questions that have words we've never seen, which are a little more difficult. Easy peasy here. Have you ever worked together as a teacher? Oh, wait. Have you ever worked together? I would, I'm going to change it. Have you ever worked together as teachers? My first thought is no. 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 Nope. When we were very young in our 20s, we did, we were at a preschool. Yes. And we kind of we kind yeah. of worked together there, but it wasn't as much like teaching. It was more like you would change diapers, I would play with the kids. So we've we've kind of worked yeah, together that was, in yeah. that way. We also coached at the same school, the same sport, just different oh, we, levels. We did. That's right. Yeah. Softball. Softball. Way back. Yep. Right. Yeah. So, no, we never have. But I think we could. Some couples say, oh, it would be too hard to teach together. I think we could do it. Yeah. Especially, you know, as we're older, you know, a lot of gossip that you bring home. You know, sometimes it's good to hear different gossip. But I don't know. I think it would be fine if we taught together. I don't see that happening, though. Do you? Uh, not this late in the game, no. No, I think we will both retire where we are teaching now. Yes. All right, Yuri. Hello. What are a bag of sugar and a packet of sugar? That's a good oh, question. That, that is a good question. Maybe I should do a lesson on like small containers because mm. packet, I could do satchel. Nobody, nobody says satchel, no. but would you, I feel like I'm doing a lot of talking. Would you like to explain bag of sugar um, sure. versus packet of sugar? So a bag of sugar is really big. I believe it's five pounds. Like that's the standard size. You can get bigger sizes at bigger stores. We have stores that are like um, wholesale or like where you can buy in bulk, I should say. And then a packet of sugar is really, really tiny usually see packets of sugar in like restaurants on the table with a salt and pepper. Yeah. Perfect for like your coffee. Right. Like if somebody goes into a store, a coffee shop and orders a coffee with two sugars, it's about the size of two packets of sugar. Right. And a lot of times people will shake that packet, right? To get all of it at the bottom. I think so. Yeah. So when you open it, it doesn't spill everywhere. Yeah. All right. Well, somebody said hi to Ben. <laughs> and Tanya, hi Ben. It's nice to have you around. Ben's quite the rock star here in the last video. Yeah. Live. Yeah. Those outside videos are probably my favorite to watch. Yeah, they're my favorite to make. Yeah, that was a fun video to make. Evan, Evan got a couple comments too. Oh. If you haven't mm -hmm. seen that ice fishing video, oh, somebody said, I think it was this morning. Like he might not feel any pain, right? Because he wasn't wearing a a beanie. I don't think he was wearing a winter hat. Oh, somebody gosh. said, "Yeah, but he would dip his fingers into like frozen water." He's young. Yeah, and he has a military background, so oh, he's yeah. you know he's tough. he's very tough. All right, it looks like right winter. What's the most effective way to keep on learning English every day? I always forget what I've learned. It's difficult for me to remember new vocabulary. Yeah, that is a great question. I think one way to keep learning English is to try to make it fun. 
And the way to do that is if like you normally like to watch movies, well, watch movies in English. If you are a big reader in your native language, try to do more reading in English. When you get bored with that, try to mix it up. If you can find a speaking partner, you know, it depends on what your level is. But if you can find a speaking partner, that might be amazing. And don't worry. Everybody forgets what they learned if they only learn it once. But the more you do it, the more you will remember and you won't have to like memorize. Memorizing for a lot of people can be super boring. Mm. I know for me it mm. is. So tuning in to these live lessons to work on your English listening comprehension. I hope that helps. Right, looking my mood. I see my mood there. Hello. Ben Watson is still here. Ben Watson, you need to get a profile picture. <laughs> Question. Oh, this is from Facebook, but oh, what is his name? Come on, come on. Is he the one that does like um raises money for Yes. Cancer? Yes. 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 yes I've yes. seen I've seen those videos. That's what I thought when I first saw that. Yeah. yeah. He does amazing work. Amazing work. Sunil. Is that his name? Sunil? I think Sunil. I, yeah. Sunil. Or maybe it's somebody who works for Sunil, but great, great stuff right there. Mm. All right. What do you recommend for people wanting to teach English as a second language? Hmm. That is a good question. So I'm wondering like in the United States, or is it just anywhere in the world? Do you have any thoughts right now? I mean, I know if, if we're learning a second language at our age, we use Duolingo, like listening to stuff like this. I, I practice with some of my students. Well, he's looking to uh, teach. Oh, teach. Oh, teach. Yeah, because Sunil, right. if it is Sunil, his English is great. Yeah. He, he's lived in the United States for a while. I think he lives in Nashville, right. actually. So to teach in the United States at a public school, you do need a four-year degree. Mm -hmm. In fact, I am an English teacher, but I'm teaching English as a, a second language, or we call it ELL now or MLL yes, now. Um, and I still need a few more classes. But if you just want to teach, I would just start on social media. Mm. You know, and it might take you a while to to kind of catch with other people. But if you have knowledge to share, just get on YouTube, make some videos, get on Facebook, get on Instagram. Yeah, do do the whole thing. But if you want to get a job in a school, it's a little difficult. Um, some some regions need it more than others, too. I, yeah, and I don't know if a four year degree anymore is going to be a requirement in a lot of areas because. I think they're having a hard time finding teachers in certain areas of the United States. Yeah, I got an emergency certification, it's called, and it was no problem, but they just need ELL teachers or MLL teachers, whatever they are calling it this year. Mode, got a question here. Do you guys have middle names? For the longest time in the past, I thought it was the same thing as the father's name, but apparently they are different. Yeah. Interesting yeah. question. Mm -hmm. um, I do have a middle name. I'll go first. Okay. I have a middle name. My parents gave me that middle name. Jamie has a middle name now, but do you want to explain your middle name? Yeah, I have a middle name. Uh, before I met Brent, I had a middle name. And then my middle name now is my maiden name before I was married. I dropped my middle name and my maiden name um, is my middle name now. Yeah. So some people choose to do that when they get married and some people just keep their middle name. Mm -hmm. Some people have more than one middle name. Yeah. Some people choose not to drop it. Some people don't drop it because they don't like their maiden name. Mine just goes together really well. So, yep. Yeah. A lot of possibilities there, but it's, it's not the father's name. Sometimes that happens, but yeah. probably a grandfather's middle name. Like you get your grandfather's name the as the middle name. Grandmother's name. Grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. So it just depends on the family here in the United States. 
All right, Ben is getting a lot of love. Good to see you, Yulia. Freddie Wolf. Relative to your ice fishing, I wonder if the fish won't flee after Eric's usage of his auger. How many fish did you catch that day? All right, that's a good question. That's a good question. It could be Eric's fault. Now, his dad was out there with a chisel. It was a little more quiet. And then Eric comes along with his gas-powered auger. He might have scared all of the fish away. Evan had a battery-powered auger. It was a little quieter. I'm glad you mentioned that, Freddie. I hope Ben is watching. Can you get a message to Eric? His fault that we didn't catch any fish. So how many fish did you catch that day? We caught zero. And somebody in the comments said, I'm hoping you just ran out of battery and you didn't capture all of the fish that you caught. And Evan went the second day. So we went there on a Saturday. He went back the next day with Paul. They spent the entire day trying to catch fish and they did not. So I didn't get it on video, but I think it was Eric. He said, that's why they call it fishing and not catching. So I thought that was kind yeah. of funny in, in English. Filippo is here. He dropped a super chat. He says, ciao belly, come va? No questions today. Have a little something for you, Filippo. Let me find it. Thank you so much. Grazie mille. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. All right, and we're back. And, and Filippo will be making an appearance in next week's English lesson because he said his favorite M food was meatballs. Mm. So, and I thought as an Italian, it's very appropriate. Very appropriate. We love meatball pizza. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what we got, actually. That $10 pizza was a meatball pizza. All right, going through the questions. Thank you. It looks like we have 127 people watching. So hello. If you are on Facebook, you may want to come over to YouTube. There are fewer people. And that's where we are getting the questions. All right, Kitch, new member. Welcome. I just saw your channel 10 minutes ago. And I decided to join. Well, I am glad you joined. Welcome. All right. Right. Winter has another question. When you were young, apart from English, which languages did you study at school? All right. Um, I was going to try to say something in the language that I studied, but would you like to talk about your language learning in, <laughs> in school? I studied Spanish. Studied is a very loose term. Um, I studied Sp two years of Spanish in high school. Did you? You did? <laughs> it's very, studies a very loose term. Okay. I had a lot but of helpers did, in I that class. I think you did well, though, in that I class, did very, didn't you? I did very well, yes. I wasn't the best student in high school. I had, but you had, sat next to a really good student. I sat next to a really good student. Um, I had, I won't name her name in case she ever sees this, but it's, you would never suspect this girl to do this, but she was able to somehow get our test and we would look over it during lunch before we took the test and we did really well on them. So you had the answers prior to the test. Sort of. did well. Yeah, did well. Yeah. Um, I can't even remember how to say like, uh, je prends, je prends français, uh, uh, mon école, ma... Uh, je ne parle français bien. Pardon. I think I said something in French there. I said I, I wanted to say I learned French at school, but I can't speak French well. Sorry. Learning English. Uh, what is the basic key you can give to learn English? Well, I, I think the first thing I would like to say is that it takes a lot of time. It's incredibly difficult. 
It will be frustrating unless, of course, you can get the answers to the test beforehand. I don't recommend that if you're actually really wanting to absorb the information that you're learning. Yeah. So it is. I regret doing that. Like I would love, I would love to be able oh. to speak Spanish. It would help me in school. It would. Yes. Yeah. And I've been, I've been studying, you know, Italian and Portuguese, but there's always something, you know, like maybe like developing an English lesson for like YouTube or something. So you do need a little extra time. And I think my extra time is devoted to social media. So it's been on the back burner a little bit, learning other languages. But it's got to be it's got to be kind of top for your priority list, like family, work, maybe not Netflix and, you know, whatever. It's like maybe you don't binge watch unless you want to try to combine watching TV shows with learning English. But you got to get to a, a certain level, too, to be able mm -hmm. to watch that. Probably like a, a B1. I do feel like I'm speaking a little bit more quickly now. But I know that. What is your favorite hobby, Brent? Okay, mine, it is teaching English. That has become a huge part of my life. And the same question from Mrs. Watson. Thanks in advance. Mm -hmm. Your hobby. Uh, well, I really love to watch YouTube videos. <laughs> We watch, we do watch a lot. Like right now we're on kind of a kick of watching people that are completing the Appalachian Trail and the Florida Trail. I'm not really sure what that one's called. Yeah, I don't either. Um, but I love to do that. I do, I mean, I wouldn't say working out is a hobby, but I try to do that every day. Um, I used to love to read, but now I'm just so tired at night. I It's hard to read. I love to play games on my phone. Mind game. I love to play words with friends. Spades is a huge one that I play. So, yeah. All right. Ivana, she is from Poland, if I remember correctly. Do you use VR or AI while teaching in class? Oh, for this is for both of us? Um, I can go first. Um, VR is virtual reality, right? Mm -hmm. So we um, we don't – that costs quite a bit of money. My school doesn't have that. Uh, all of my students do have laptops, which is great, but we don't have that kind of money yet. Uh, I use AI a lot. I use AI a lot. So I will use AI to get ideas for lessons. I will use AI to try to simplify a text. So a lot of times I will take a text that we call the mainstream students are learning and I will use AI to bring it down a level or two, something they can understand. And of course, if you've seen any of my videos recently, I use AI to generate images, which I think is helpful for people learning English. They hear the words, they see the words, and they see an image of what I'm talking about. How about in um, like PE, physical education? I would love to use VR, but we that's really expensive. And I have a lot of students. I have around um, 250, 300 students that I teach just for me alone. And we have four teachers in my department. So, but I do use AI for lesson outlines, ideas for lessons, maybe a different way to explain something that I'm teaching with a little bit more information. Um, so, yeah, but I don't have the one that makes pictures. No, I have you to can pull borrow. those from the internet. You can borrow mine if you. <laughs> We need to. I don't know. Some people have like 10 fingers on one hand. I'm not sure. AI, they're getting there. They're not perfect yet. All right. Are we a little behind in the chat? I'm, I'm going to drop down a little bit. If we skipped your question, please just leave it again. And I will go all the way down and talk about this one right here. Ario, hope you're doing well. What's your take on someone who is, is that intermediate? like me, who is chatting with AI named CC. Any tips for me as an intermediate learner? Um, thank you for inviting me to that. I use um, something else. I use um, to call ChatGPT4. Um, I would say keep doing it. Intermediate, it's a good place to be. Uh, Ario has been with the channel for a while, and I see your English is improving all the time. Good stuff there. So I would say, Ario, whatever you are doing, it's working. 
keep doing it. That is a well, um, well-worded sentence right there. What's that? Ben Watson has a question. Uh, do you have a favorite sibling? I do. I do. It's Ben. Ben. <laughs> yeah. Cause I don't think our, our, uh, sister watches this. So it's going to be Ben. All right. Let's see here. It looks like Tanya. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. It's great to have so you with you, us, Tanya. Jamie. T-Y-S-M. What does that mean? Thank you so much. What? I, I didn't know. I haven't seen that one before. I figured you would know. Thank you so much. No, thank you so much. I have a little something for you, Tanya. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. T-Y-S-M. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm glad you're here with us. I didn't, I didn't know that. I probably wouldn't have read it. I just would have skipped it, you know, just left off the T-Y-S-M. T-Y-S-M. Thank you so much. I know, but it's just, it's just like, easier. Thank you. Just, yeah. It's easier to say thank you so much than T-Y-S-M. Easier to write though, of course. Right. That's like short text. Yeah. It's been around a while. Has it? Yeah. Okay. I do know T-Y. So S M P. N P. LOL. Do you know MP? I thought you might not know. MP? NP. NP. No problem. Trying to find one you didn't know. All right. Let's go down here. Mariposa. How are you? Which language is most easy to learn for English native speakers? What do you both think? I will go first. Um, it's so the um, the U.S. military has come up with a key for English learners. Like if they want the troops to learn another language, they've said which ones are easiest and which ones are hardest. So I'm just going to use that for um, Romance language speakers. So these would be like Italian. Portuguese, Spanish, French. Those would be probably the four easiest languages for English learners to learn. So I think the opposite is true. You have Dutch, which would be in that category. You have Afrikaans, which is a South African language. So those would probably be the easiest for native speakers to learn English. Things like Russian, Japanese, Korean, the Chinese languages like Cantonese and Mandarin, those would be uh, the, the most difficult. I believe Arabic is, is there as well. Persian, for some reason, is a little easier than Arabic. I'm not sure why. They both look the same to me, but it must have something to do with the uh, sentence structure. Freddie Wolf, Jamie, if I'm not mistaken, you are going to travel to Paris soon. How many days will you stay there? Will you have any time to visit the city? That is in the distance, but yeah. that is a plan for next year. Yeah. Is it? It is. Yes, well, I mentioned it on a, uh, oh, okay. a members chat that okay. maybe next April um, we will go to Paris and, yeah. and Amsterdam. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. I would, that's, I would love to visit there. And I would definitely have spend a lot of time in the city for sure. That would be a reason to go there. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, we may just stay in France. It might be too big of a trip because in April we'll only have like seven days. Mm -hmm. That's not really About enough. 10. Yeah, will we? Well, if we leave, if we leave like say on a Friday. Yeah. Just depends on the travel and flights in and out of places. Well, luckily, it's a shorter flight than Brazil. Yep. It's like Brazil will take us 18 hours. Oh, gosh. <laughs> with uh, layovers and stuff. So in Paris, should be a straight shot. Mm. That's a little native English speaking there. Uh, a straight shot meaning we can go from Boston directly to Paris. I believe we can find a flight mm. like that. So Renata, I wonder which language is going to be the official mm. one in the U.S., English or Spanish? What do you think, Brent and Jamie? I think it'll be English. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Spanish is very, very close second. Very close second. Yeah, it definitely is a close second. But I don't think we have many schools 
in the United States that teach, I mean, that are just no. straight Spanish? There is one in Portland that you can start in kindergarten through sixth grade, and all of your learning is in Spanish. Okay. Um, it's, called, it's called Spanish Immersion. It's actually right next to one of your schools um, that used to be at. Okay. Um, There's a French one too, right? Yes. Um, I, I, I would always recommend to any of my students when we, because I teach eighth grade, we do a lot of things to get them um, registered for high school. And my recommendation to all of them is to uh, take Spanish over French, over anything else. Um, the only exception would be if they're going into business, um, international business. Um, our school does offer Chinese, so a lot of them choose to take that. Some choose to do both. But Spanish is always the number one language for my students who are going into high school. And I think that's why that Spanish will never become the official language is because so much like international business is done in English. I know a lot of people in China are wanting to learn English for that. So um, we actually have an English term that comes from the French, but the lingua franca it's just the language that's used between two people who don't speak the same language. I think it's going to be English. Yeah. We also, just as a side note at the high school that my students feed into, we consider American Sign Language also a foreign language or yeah. a language that you can take to meet your um, foreign language requirement. And I did not know this until recently, but you would think sign language, there would just be one language. Yes. But there's American Sign Language. Mm -hmm. I think even British Sign Language mm -hmm. is different. All right. But how different? I would wonder. I don't know. I don't know. Oksana, question. I hear your car broke down again yesterday. And I heard your car broke down again yesterday. Is there any difference in the meaning? No. no. Right? Probably heard is like the you know if you were taking the ielts you should write heard but you will hear native english speakers use those two interchangeably yeah i hear your car broke down again yesterday heard your car broke down again yesterday jamie yeah. oh did you want to pick one there we go abdi question have y'all ever thought about moving out of Maine? I'll just change that little preposition there. Or once settled in another state. Have you ever thought about leaving Maine? Every day. <laughs> Especially. Especially like yesterday. Every day. I can't wait to move back somewhere where it's warm. All the time. Or majority of the time. Yeah, yesterday I was feeling like, I think it was like seasonal depression. It was just like, and it's not as snowy as it has been, mm -hmm. but we got a little snow in the morning. I filmed an English lesson during that and the was snow beautiful. was melting. Yeah, but then the snow melted and all the the dirt came back and it's just like, oh, but the summers in Maine. Yeah, outstanding. Beautiful. Summer and fall. But February and March yeah, January are a and February slog March, yeah. in English. A slog. It's a good term to know. Yeah. If something is a slog, you have to do it, but it's not fun. So I think, yeah, you think January as well? Yeah. 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 Let down from Christmas. Then it's cold. You can't, like, I love to be outside. I love to walk outside. And it's just really hard to do in those months. All right, Jamie. Oh, gosh. Renata is a little Portuguese here, mm. huh? Hmm. He'll follow. So I, I know she says I speak Portuguese and English. Yeah, but aprende. I think I'm taking English or something, mm. but she's going to pop off. So she's doing uh, French there, but I can't speak French. But I can't speak French, right? Nepal, pa. Yeah. All right, but I learned it myself. Thank you, Renata. So two languages there. That was a little tricky. All right, let's see. Omron, welcome from the United Arab Emirates. Hopefully you're doing well there. Oh, what's the difference between cooperation and collaboration, please? 
Is there a difference? Well, with that CO in front of it, that means like together. So if, if two people are cohabitating, they are living together, cooperation and collaboration. They really mean the same thing. I mean, your cooperation means you're able to work together. You may not like each other, but you can work together. And collaboration is when you're collabing with someone, you're working together for the same goal, the same idea, the same project. So that's a great question. They really do. You just use them in different ways, I guess, when you're speaking English. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of how they could be different. How about this? I don't think they are, but with a, a collaboration, there is like a finished product mm -hmm. that's produced maybe, but that's not to say that cooperation. But. So like in my PE classes, when we are doing a game or an activity and you have teammates, you have to cooperate with each other. You can't argue. You're trying to win a game. Same thing with collaboration. There's always an end goal with both of them. It's yeah. Same thing. Just yeah. different how we use them. Yeah. I would say use them interchangeably. Harry is wondering, oh my goodness. So acronyms, these things are, I think they're acronyms. Yep. Yeah, we would, they're probably all acronyms. I know all of them. Okay. So in English, an acronym means you've made a new word. It's all in capital letters. And each of the letters of this new word represent another word. So... Harry, what about these? BRB. I do know that one. Mm -hmm. Be right back. GTG. Gotta go. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Gotta go. Okay. See, that's very quick. Native English speakers will say, gotta go. Gotta go. I have to leave becomes gotta go. I do. Okay. I, I think I, I do know the other two. Yeah. Did you want to take them? In my opinion and in my humble opinion. Talk to you later. Yes. Talk to you yeah. later. TTYL. Thank you, Harry. So acronyms can be very helpful when you are texting yes. someone quickly. Yeah. And you, I like text to speech. Yes. But it, it doesn't always get it right. And as an English teacher, I do try to make my... Our kids use so many more acronyms, our own children. That's, um, yeah. I sometimes, I do sometimes have to ask. All right. I want to ask you a question. Ooh, which English grammar books do you suggest? I want to learn about it. Oh, I think grammar is boring. So, oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm probably the wrong person to ask because I try to stay away from grammar. But do you? I don't, I mean, I don't have any right. I don't. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. There are probably some great grammar books out there, but I cannot recommend any. I'm sorry. All right, Manuel, Brent in Paris. There are more people who are able to speak English than French. It's a, a multicultural city. And that's one thing I've heard about English speakers trying to learn another language. I know this with Italian because a lot of people in Italy speak English pretty well. So when a native English speaker goes over there and is stumbling in Italian, the Italians will just say, let's, let's just speak English. Okay. Because yeah. my Italian is so bad. Yeah. It's so in that way, sometimes it is hard for native English speakers to learn another language. Poor us, right? Poor us. All right. Whoa. This is a long one. Um, virtual system difficult to communicate um working with a virtual assistant company i'm sorry that's maybe a little too long yeah yeah sorry renata's back oh my gosh why all why all the this is english we're supposed to be learning english here um I no speak English. I don't speak Spanish very well, but can comprehend somewhat, a little bit. Could be. Let's <laughs> let's stick with English. We're, we know English better. 
All right, going through the chat, trying to find some new questions here. Question, if, two, if you two could take your students on a field trip to another country, I would not. Good question. <laughs> I wouldn't. That's a lot of responsibility, right? right? Yeah. Oh. Good point. Good point. Yeah. It depends on, I would have to take a very small group and they would be handpicked. Yep. So we would pick them. I actually have one class right now of sixth graders really? that I would take every single one of them for, I teach a, I teach sixth grade health and eighth grade health. And I have a sixth grade health class that I would take every single one of them on a trip. I mean, there's only 13 of them in the class. So, so but they're maybe, all very, very respectful, responsible human beings. Maybe some parents would help you chaperone. Yeah. yeah French yeah. word there, chaperone, yeah. we use in English. Yeah. Hmm. Where would I take them, though? Which one would you, would it be and why? It's not a crazy question. No. Um, I asked our daughter story. was supposed to be going on a, a trip for her senior trip. She decided not to, but she was going to Italy and Greece. Yep. So it is possible. Like, Yep. Some teachers do that. I ask this question of my students when I'm getting to know them for the first time. If they could go anywhere in the world, where would it be? A lot of my students have chosen Japan. Um, a lot of students are now into anime and things like that. Uh, Japanese food, a lot of my students seem to eat. So I would probably take them to Japan because a lot of them, that was, a, that was a huge answer or answered a lot. that They would like to go to Japan. Great question. Um, you know what? I would probably take the easy way out and I would say I'm going to England so there wouldn't be a language barrier. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm responsible for other kids. So I guess England. I mean, Big Ben, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I would like to think more about that. Mexico would be kind of cool. Parts of Mexico would be very mm -hmm. cool. I don't know, Sweden, maybe. Mm -hmm. Nice. Sweden. Switzerland. Switzerland, yeah. yeah. All right. More questions here. Trying to find um, there are so many questions here. Thank you for all the questions. All right. Dennis. Question. Who is more difficult to teach a new language? Children or adults? Mm -hmm. Who is better at, at absorbing the information? Well, this is an easy one yeah. for me. Yeah. Did you want to take that one? I just I would say children. It's easy. It's just easier. Any, learning anything as a child, I think, is much more easier than learning anything as an adult. As an adult, you're already you've learned your ways. You're set in your ways. Afraid um, to make mistakes. Yeah. When you also you have probably a lot going on if you're a responsible citizen. So you've got a lot that you're thinking about. You can't spend as much time on it. Um, you have probably have a job. So where children are in school and that's their job at the moment to learn things. So I think. Definitely as a child. Yeah. I see it all the time in my class. So my students are between the ages of 13 and like 19. And so they will learn English way more quickly than their parents. And guess what? Their younger siblings, ages six, seven, eight, they are going to learn way more quickly than our teenage students. So yeah, definitely the younger you are is a good indicator on how quickly you will learn the language for the reasons Jamie said, not because they're smarter or, or whatever. In English, there's this theory of the language acquisition device. We call it in English where you are born with some part of your brain that's just better at absorbing languages, whether that's mm -hmm. true or not. But I think based on what Jamie said, well, I think that's age. true because that's how you communicate your needs, what you need. So, but some of it could be that as adults, we just are pulled in different ways. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think afraid to make mistakes is a big one. Mm -hmm. All right. Jamie has a question. Eager to learn. Thank you for being a channel member. What do you like most about Brent and what oh, don't you like about Brent? I think that's pretty easy just stick with the don't if you want no, you don't have to say the no. nice things there are so many things that i like about brent and wait there are so many things that i do like about brent i missed and, i was reading the chat uh, said, not many good. that i don't um brent is super funny very easy easy to get along with very easy going like i don't do a lot for him he 
he uh, he's pretty, pretty independent. So um, that's always great. Um, what do I don't like about you? I know what you don't, don't like to. about me, we don't have my to. yawning. We don't have to go into that. Yeah. yeah. There's not many things that I don't like about him. All good things, right? All good things. Maybe just when he doesn't want to go with my ideas that I have. That's what I don't like about it. It's true. He lets okay. me be a passenger princess. That's a good term yes. to teach. You should, yeah. yeah, you should yeah. teach that term. Passenger princess. Like he plans a lot of trips or things for us to do. And I don't really have to like put a lot of thought into it. I just have to get ready and go. Um, so that's always nice. All right, and the same question, eager to learn. So the same question from Brent. What do you like most about Jamie? Oh, I'm glad. She did not say what do you dislike most about Jamie. So there's, oh. there's nothing to dislike. But I mean, oh, if I yawn? we've been together for, um, yeah, we should do a video on yawning, like the etiquette of yawning. But anyways, um, I don't know. I'm, I could be totally wrong on that. Most mm -hmm. people probably don't care as mm -hmm. much. But like, um, anyways, um, yeah, like we've been together almost 30 years. Yeah. We still make each other laugh. She makes me laugh. She's very funny. She's very witty. Um, she can multitask. That's a good term to know. Mm. Like she doesn't forget anything. Mm. When when I have an appointment, she has an appointment. The kids have an appointment. So, I mean, that's not the most loving thing, right? Like, oh, you can remember things. But uh, yeah, I, we still have fun together, I think is a good way to go for that one. All right. Manual. Looks like when you travel to London, there are more foreigners. Okay, more foreigners than hmm. Londoners. That could be. But I know it's a very um, touristy city. All right, going through, we might be a little behind again. Are, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. We are very behind. If we've missed some questions, we're going to go back. I'm sorry. Omron, very generous. Thank you so much for the super chat. I have a little something for you, and we will probably take a, a sip of water as this plays. <laughs> thank you, Omron. Very kind. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. All right, and we're back. Omron, thank you so much. Very generous. Very generous. All right, Amina is laughing about something. Okay, Omron, thank you for that super chat. Let's answer one of your questions right here. Uh, regarding the police lesson, what's the difference between inspector and detective? Oh, good question. When I hear inspector, I think something more like French, maybe. I don't think of like an American police officer who's an right. inspector. Oh. Yeah, our inspectors are like people that work with insurance companies and they come and inspect your house, your fences, your roof. Um, we have anytime that you buy a house, you have someone that comes and inspects your house to make sure the seller is not selling you a bad house or not telling you something that's wrong with the house. So a detective is actually a policeman. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's yeah perfectly said. We don't think of police as inspectors. Yeah. I remember Inspector Gadget, though. Do you remember that? From, I do. But... I think that's a French. I think it was a French cartoon first, Inspector Gadget. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Mm. All right. <clears throat> Who has been told? Maybe this is for somebody else. Who has been told mm. the best age? Oh, for language learning? Oh. oh, between five and 15? Probably, okay. yeah. That makes sense. I think even younger than five. All right. Nastaran, good to see you here. My question is why I understand most of your speaking, or but I can't speak. Yeah, that's a great question. And I think that is natural when you are learning a new language. Think about this. A few years ago, you probably couldn't have understood us at all. So now it's great. Congratulations. You can now understand most of what we say. Keep getting familiar with English. Keep plugging away. Keep studying. And then in a couple of years, you will be able to speak. But that's how things go. I know it can be frustrating when you open your mouth to speak English and then all of the words disappear. That's natural. That won't last forever. All right, Harry. 
Oh gosh, Harry, why do men go? This is not an English question, and this one hurts, by the way. But uh, why do men go bald way more quickly than women? Well, I have I've, no idea. No, I've no. heard it's because of uh, testosterone. Oh, the chemical that we call in English testosterone. The more testosterone a man has, the more likely they are to become bald. Hmm. Seems but like it'd be the other way around, but I have heard that some men are able to regrow hair, which I think I will be doing this summer. Hmm, maybe. All right, Mariana. Oh, another long one here. I enjoy learning English by reading classic English and American poetry. Very interesting. Do you teach poetry? Uh-oh, our battery is low here. Do you teach poetry to your native speaking students? And how difficult is it for your students to... Don't know what that last part is. Obsolete? Oh, is it obsolete? Uh, so you said native English students. And yes, I used to do a poetry unit. It seems like some students really love poetry and some students really hate poetry. But that was part of our curriculum. I would teach poetry. So things like figurative language was a big thing. Onomatopoeia, similes idioms, those kind of things. So, um, you know, I would be careful. Like if you are at a very high English level and you love classic English, keep doing it. That's really going to help you um, stay interested. But a lot of that classic English isn't the way native English speakers speak anymore. Mm -hmm. But yeah, if you like it, keep doing it. That's going to keep you involved with uh, learning English. Love it. Cecilia, I don't think is here, but she's been with the channel for a long time. She loves that stuff too. Ray Bradbury, um, Edgar Allan Poe, good stuff. All right, Kita. Hello, everyone. Okay, I've recently heard the word mathlete about a smart kid. Is there a way to describe a student who does well in humanities? No. We just call them, we call very smart students gifted. Yeah, good call. But if somebody is like particularly good with like geography or history, I don't think so. No. Oh, hey, we do have at my school a geography B. Mm. Do you have that? We have that. We also have a spelling B. We have we have a lot of mathletes. We have a math team. Um, so that's what they're called. Yeah, but I don't think there is a no a term not a term. For, no. All right. We are getting to the end of, hang on, Olivia. Olivia, thank you for being a channel member. Question. Nice to see you, Jamie. Thank you. Nice to see you. My question is, is there a difference between, I know that one, B-T-W, between alongside with and together with? Can you use them interchangeably? I think so. Yeah. And when you say alongside, I don't think you need the with, mm -mm, right? No. So maybe that's the big difference, but. You don't need together with either. A lot of people use it together right. with my partner, together with my husband, together with my students. Yeah, I guess you do. Yeah. Alongside. Um, alongside, though, seems more like physically next to you. Yeah. Right. For the most part. But Olivia, I hope that answers your question. Good question. Yeah, I think so. All right, Freddie Wolf. Probably this should be the last question because our battery is going to <laughs> die. And it's almost been an hour. Thank mm -hmm. you so much for joining us for this hour. Jamie Brent, would you mind explaining the difference between altogether and altogether? Thanks. I Well, I don't think altogether, the way he has it spelled the first way is even a word it would be spelled all together it's this so there's no like a l t o g that's not a word right it doesn't look no. right to me yeah yeah all together with the space in between and the a l l space is how we would do all together yeah yeah hopefully that helps freddie yeah yeah all right so i think we should go so this way we can go out when we want to other than just like shutting down so yeah. i do want to thank jamie 
for being here with me. It's always more fun when you are here. Do you have any you. parting words? No, thank you guys for supporting Brent and his channel. I love to read your comments that you leave on the videos. Um, Mode history buff. History, history buff, buff, yeah. Good call. Yeah. That is something we would say. Yeah. Uh, Tanya has a great question oh right boy, there, oh too. Oh, boy. We need to talk quickly yeah. here. Do you pronounce seller and seller the same way? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. That's what makes the English language hard. Somebody who is yeah. selling something and then the, the basement of a house, they're both yep. the same. Yep. So, yes, thank you for supporting Brent. It means a lot. We uh, I like to watch him make his videos. We talk about ideas. When we go shopping for the food letters, I enjoy finding the foods, different foods for him to show you guys. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you so much. I appreciate it to the new channel members, the, the super chats. Some yeah. people have been watching since the beginning of this live stream, which is almost an hour. Yeah. Thank you for all the support. We'll have a, uh, an edited video out this week and then another live lesson next week. I think about IELTS and TOEFL words. So many good things in the comments, right? What would it Ben. Well, oh, Ben, what? TTYL. Uh, talk to you later. Yeah, good call. All right. We're going to lose the battery here. Yeah. Thank you so much. Adios, amigos. Thank you. Bye-bye.